Hello, welcome to How to Scale a Business. I'm Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm excited to welcome Danny O'Malley with Before the Butcher. Danny is president and founder, and Before the Butcher is focused on innovation in creating plant-based foods. This includes a diverse mix of delicious plant-based burger patties, grounds, chunks, shreds. And this allows people to seamlessly replace traditional meats in their favorite recipes. Danny, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome. Oh, Bridget, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yes. Um, well, to start, can you share with us a little bit about yourself and how Before the Butcher got started? Yeah, I sure will. I, I've spent probably a, a good part of my career in the food service or food business as a whole, uh, probably uh, 25 plus years now. And uh, the last nine has been in plant-based meats. Uh, so I spent uh, a few years working for uh, the leader and innovator in the, in the business, uh, Beyond Meat, and I left there after three years to, to start my company before the butcher, almost six years ago now. So uh, we're, we're really excited about what we do and how we do it, and we've grown every year except for one, and I think everybody knows what year that was, uh, 2020, yeah, uh, which was a challenging year. And uh, we uh, did, did, recovered in 2021 and uh, 2022 was uh, a really great year for us. We were up 32% and we're looking for even more in 2023. Really excited about it. Fantastic. Um, so can you share with us what kind of changes you're seeing in the food industry and maybe more specifically plant-based foods since you've started working in the industry or maybe changes you saw through the pandemic? Well, uh, you know, at the beginning, and I, I kind of was there, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the old timers now because nine years is, uh, most people didn't know nine years ago what we were doing. They didn't understand what plant-based meats were about and what the what the purpose was. Uh, and really the purpose behind it is is to help people replace uh, animal-based proteins on their on their plate. Um, we don't anticipate everybody's going to pull everything off their plate immediately or become a vegan. Uh, but uh, you know, replacing one or two meals a, a, a week would make a tremendous impact on the environment and and probably your health as well. Uh, certainly the health of the animals that weren't slaughtered for you to eat them. So um, th there were a, a lot of changes that happened at the very beginning. It was a, a education, trying to get people to understand what we were doing and why we were doing it. Uh, you know, trying to rough it through uh, COVID uh, the year before was just a, a great explosion in the industry and excitement because people were starting to get it. And then, of course, uh, things really uh, were pulled back during 2020 because of COVID and then a rebuild. And uh, so there's been some hills and valleys. And even right now, plant based meats are kind of balancing out right now. And we're trying to find uh, our way to find our right spot in the industry. But uh, this isn't a fad. It, it really is a lifestyle change that people are making. And uh, you don't have to make that lifestyle change 100 percent. You know, if you make it 10% or 20% or 50%, it's it's good for all of us. And, and I think that's what we're starting to see. Uh, you certainly have seen a lot of celebrities and, and athletes and, and predominant people, uh, you know, voice their interest in these type of products. And uh, and I think we'll continue to see more of it. it it's, a, it's a really big growth vehicle that we're going to see a lot of growth in the, in the next uh, five to 10 years. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, and can you share with us what what has it been like developing these um, food products? Um, and, you know, when you find that right recipe, you know, what what is what is that whole experience like 
when you get to take it to market? Well, it's it, it, it's a lot of fun. I, I got to tell you, it's it's really cool to to work with. Now, and I wish I was the one that was so smart to be able to create these products. I have a team that helps with that. I, I usually give them direction, of course, and tell them what I'd like to see. And then they usually bring me more than what I like to see. And then we figure it out. And and But it, it's not easy. I, I mean, th- th- this is not normally the type of thing that you would go into your kitchen and make. You know, some of them you could, but uh, it, it's it's a fairly complicated procedure to make, uh, uh, to take plants and make them into a product that's so similar to animal-based proteins or meat uh, that you have uh, difficulties telling the difference between the two, the texture, the taste, the smell, uh, the look. Uh, that's all sensory for us. And it's all important for us while we're eating. So, I mean, the, the real reason behind all that is, you know, we understand that it's very difficult for people to make changes from what they, from their comfort foods. You know, this is what you're used to. I, I grew up in the Midwest, so I grew up in meat and potatoes. I mean, I was used to that. So knowing that I can have, uh, you know, as a, a person that eats plant-based, knowing that I can have a burger that satisfies me uh, like a beef burger did previously and not worry about all the implications of, of making that burger uh, and eating that burger, uh, makes me feel pretty good. And I think a lot of other people feel that way as, as well. So the process is is sometimes complicated and long. Uh, and we're, we're just finishing the stage of a, a pepperoni slice that that is really amazing. Uh, but we've gone through 48 versions to get to where we feel pretty comfortable with what we have to hit the market. So it's it it, it can be very challenging. Uh, but it's it's a lot of fun and it's really exciting when you come up with something that's really special. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, it's like an art and science kind of coming together. <laughs> um, uh, so when you're bringing these products um, to market, like what have been some challenges you've faced that, um, you know, before the butcher has been able to overcome? COVID. <laughs> you know, I mean, 2020, oh, yeah. what can I say? Uh, yeah, I mean, those yeah. big I mean, we, we took a heavy hit at the time. We were uh, probably about 80% food service. And as we know, restaurants mm-hmm. shut down and food service right. took a major hit. Uh, retail did fairly well. But the interesting thing about retail was because our type of products were just so new to retail, um, we weren't able to really grab a hold of that need to get products on, on the shelf. And we actually had a lot of products sitting in the retailers, um, you, you know, like uh, distributors like um, Albertsons and, and Kroger. Uh, they had it in their warehouses and didn't have enough trucks to get our product onto the shelves. So we had kind of a, it was kind of an unusual time for us. Um, and uh, oh. so the rebuild really helped me kind of restructure the company in a way that we focused on other opportunities that were more um that were easier for us to uh, grab a hold of and could drive business in a way that we could keep all our people busy because we we didn't lay off anybody during COVID. oh wow our entire team on uh which as you can imagine was a bit of a struggle uh and fortunately i've got uh, some really good investors that were willing to help us through that period of time but, um, you know, I, I, I think anybody that 
had a business during that period of time, unless they happen to have a, a service or a product that just really hitting the mark during COVID, we'll tell you that was probably the biggest struggle they've ever gone through in hope uh, as the future yeah. goes on that they don't have another one like it. You know? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, that's really amazing. You guys were able to keep everyone on staff. Cause I know for so many, uh, companies they wanted to, but it, that, I know that it was such a big struggle. Yeah. Um, I'd love to learn about, um, you know, what ways have been really effective at promoting your product, whether it is directly to consumers or to um, new clients that you're working with? Well, social media is, is important nowadays, um, but it, really the interesting thing about the food business, and, and again, we do a lot of our business in food service and in industrial, so basically making products for other company that companies that further process it. Um, so mm -hmm. like the pepperoni we're making now, most of that will be served, sell, sold to other companies that are going to make frozen pizzas and calzones and other mm. products that will go into the grocery store and have our product on top of it. So um, it, it really, it comes back to kind of an old fashioned ideal in business and, and that's relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of our business has been built on the relationships that I have, our sales team have, uh, even our, uh, you know, VP of production, who's been in the business for 40 years, the guy knows everybody. Mm -hmm. And he knows other manufacturers, and that has been extremely helpful for us building our business. Fantastic. Um, I'd also love to hear about um, your work specifically as president. What does the day-to-day -day look like as a president of Before the Butcher and in, in um, plant-based food, um, and what it looks like as you're growing your company? Oh, wow. Um, this Many hats? Yeah, you know, every every hat there is. is uh, do we have an hour on this podcast? <laughs> uh, look, uh, to simplify it in in the best way, I, I you know I really manage what I call the front of the house. So the front of the house being yeah. sales, PR, marketing, uh, R and D, um, and um, you know with a, a little bit oversee over over production. But we uh, you know we have a partner. Our, our sister company is our immediate partner that helps us produce our products in our facility in San Diego. Uh, they manage what I call the back of the house, the invoicing, the POs, uh, the, the managing inventory, uh, both raw and, and finished, um, and getting the product out, logistics, getting it out on the street. So uh, my job is really to manage the front of the house. And, and so anything that has to do with, with marketing, I'm deeply involved in. Anything with PR, I'm involved in. Usually any media, 90% um, of it, I, I'm directly involved in. You know, whether it's an interview that I'm doing, the interviewing or a podcast like this, or, uh, you know, being on television in different parts of the country. Uh, I have a really great PR team that does a good job for us there. And then uh, intimately involved in the R&D. I have a really great team, but um, it, it, nothing gets past me. I, you know, I mean, I, I am directly uh, responsible for what actually hits the market at some point in time. So I trust them intimately, uh, but uh, it has to meet the final taste test. It goes through a lot of people and, and I, I usually make that final decision. That's very cool. And I, I think that's, I mean, you know, I think that's very important to, you know, they, they there's processes of all the taste testing that go through, but to, because you're going to be the person, especially in front of cameras and talking to media, you want to have a really, you know, you want to have a love for the product. Um, 
I'd also love to hear, so as a uh, president, um, what what do you find is like a personality trait or just a general strength that someone needs to have working in your industry or being successful at your type of work? Well, I, I can give you one word. Persistence. Yeah. Y- you have to be persistent. I, I mean, sometimes it, it may be uh, a little challenging for people. Uh, but um, that that wins the game almost every single time. You, you, you got to find a way to continue to remind people because uh, everybody's busy. Yeah, uh, if they're not busy, they're not going to have the job for long, right? So you, yeah. you, you've got to be persistent. You've got to be able to follow up frequently. You've got to be able to provide the information and what is needed to be successful with whatever conversation or whatever you're trying to complete or trying to secure. Uh, because you, you, you're not going to get things done unless you constantly work at it, uh, and it's it's just a it's a work ethic. Um, you know, I don't I don't put time frame around my work day or work week, even though I've tried to kind of uh, uh, allow myself some freedom on the weekends. Um, there's not a weekend that goes by that I'm not doing something for work, yeah. and, and 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 this is easy now. I mean, it's been almost six years since I started the company. The first two or three years. Uh, it was, set, you know, t- basically 24-7, and I was working every single day doing something. I didn't take uh, any time off. Uh, my time off was going to trade shows and trying to <laughs> add an extra day on to see if I could, you know, check out the city that I was in. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. So now I actually get to take a vacation from time to time. You know, it kind of sounds like... Um you have a love for your work, like the actions that, you know, of that are part of your work, because I I think at least to be able to invest so much of your time, it's because you just, you know, there's that motivation that like calling to it. I have one more word for you there. Okay. It's, it's it's a passion. You, you, you need to be passionate about it. It's really important. You know, in many different levels, this is important to me because it, it, it's my lifestyle as well. This is the way I live. I, I eat uh, the products that we make, uh, not necessarily every day, because I think a varied diet is very important uh, for your body as well, but I eat plant-based. So Mm -hmm. this this is, I, I practice what I preach. This is, this is me. Now, um, I, the, the great thing about what we do is we're open to everybody. I mean, uh, our door doesn't close because you're a meat eater and that's what you eat every day. Uh, our door actually opens wider for those, those who eat that way. Um, we, we love, uh, having uh, vegans and vegetarians eat our product and enjoy our product, but more of our business is with, uh, meat eaters, uh, or what we call many times meat reducers or flexitarians, people that eat, you know, you know, have a lifestyle that they enjoy meat, but they also enjoy plant-based products too. Yeah. I like that. Well, and it just sounds like, yeah, you're very, a very open company for anyone to, you know, enjoy your products. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, as we're nearing the end, I'd love to hear about your vision for before the butcher. What do you see in the next year and beyond? Well, um, th- th- this year, uh, we're, we're anticipating some pretty good growth. Uh, we're, we're expecting uh, a lot of growth in the industrial and ingredient-based business. Um, we're, we're really going to uh, kind of step up our game a little bit uh, on the retail side. And uh, in food service, we're anticipating uh, some tremendous growth as well. We have some new products that we hope to release. The first one will be pepperoni. 
uh, and that should be uh, released in in the next month or so. And then we've got a couple other really, really cool products we'll release before the end of the year. And I think it's going to give us a nice jump start as we head into 2024 um, and, and then beyond. So um, we, I'm anticipating double digit growth uh, every year going forward. Uh, and I don't even question that. I, I just know we will do that. And uh, we're just excited uh, about the future, the growth and bringing new products to market that people are really going to love. I love it. Well, um, before we go, Danny, can you share with us how people can stay connected with you or anything else you'd like people to know about before the butcher? Yeah, you know, um, I, I think it's important for people to know that um, there's a, a mission and a vision to, to pretty much every company. Uh, usually people start it for a reason. Uh, and our reason is really trifold. It, it was to provide what we believe are healthier and better products for people that want to enjoy them. Um, it, it's certainly healthier for the animals that are not being slaughtered when you eat a pro, you know, burger from us rather than a beef burger. Um, and, and then lastly, which is, is something that's always been really important to me and, and a concern for most people nowadays, or they should be if they're not, it's, it's our environment and, and what we're doing to our environment. And the impact on making our products is dramatically less than the impact that you see from animal-based protein products. So that's kind of a trifle approach to what our mission and vision is. Um, and, and for me, I, you know, I just say to people, I said, go, go to our website, it's btbfoods.com. And you can learn more about the company. And uh, you can e even email me directly. I, I actually answer emails, believe it or not, because I think it's that important. Uh, you know, when people yeah. have comments or questions, uh, I like to respond to them directly. And I, and I, and I usually do. That's fantastic. Well, um, for those listening, definitely check out BTB, uh, uh, their website.com. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, BTBfoods.com. And if yeah. you want to try your products, you can just order them. You don't have, have to go out of your house. We'll send yeah. them to you. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> definitely order uh, their uh, products and and um, get ready for a, a month or so from now. You're going to see their new pepperoni uh, hitting the, the markets, which is great. Um, but Danny, thank you so much for your time and for sharing with us about your company and your vision and what you're building. Um, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Bridget. And I appreciate you as well.